What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Well, hello and welcome to episode 14 of Mamas on the Move. I am Brandy Hunter-Lewis. And I am Keisha Johnson. And um, we're excited to be here because today is a topic. Today's topic, I think, um, will speak to a lot of people, our, our audience, our followers. We do have right. a lot of realtor, real estate agent um, followers and um, or our, our audience is comprised of a lot of R- you know, people in the mm. real estate industry. Yes. So we're going to touch on some things that I think um, need to be said. Yes. Yep. Need to be said. So, um, but we're going to start by talking about our our weeks. Yeah, because it's been about three weeks. It's been three weeks, y'all. Why have we not been here? Well, we've had a lot going on. We've had life going on. <laughs> we've had a lot of life going on, and sometimes you know, um, life can get the best of you, and you have the best of intentions. Yes. But as we mentioned, this labor of love is exactly that. Exactly. And um, sometimes real world stuff kind of gets in the way of that, right? I mean, we're our mamas on the move in real life. Baby. This ain't just the name of a podcast. Exactly. And so, you know, with all due respect, we are trying to do biweekly. Mm-hmm. That is our intention, mm-hmm. our goal. But however, life happens. Yes. And um, again, labor of love, and we want to do our best. But there are gonna be times y'all gonna miss us a couple of weeks at a time. It's just what it is. Spring break is coming. I know I'm going out. You know, we just got a lot going on. So anyway, let's get to it. What have you been up to the last couple of weeks, though? So last couple of weeks, um, you know, we... I, I, I tried to figure out what's been going on the last couple weeks. <laughs> I had to remind you of some things. I know, because it's like, it's a blur. And I, I know. It's, it's a blur because everything just happens so fast. It does. When you're just, you know, moving as we do as mamas and businesswomen and mothers and all this stuff. So I tried to, I really tried to refresh my memory and think about, okay, what happened to me over the last three weeks? Um, I did. I do have a new look. I know you for do. those of you that listen via, you know, all of the different channels, uh, the pocket, but if you watch YouTube, you'll be able to see my look. <laughs> I have a new look. Her name, well, her alter. I have an alter ego, and I've given her a name. Her name is Alexis. Yes, yeah. yes, and, well, and Alexis, I'm here for Alexis. Yes, and Alexis is sassy, and Alexis is fun, and um, Alexis just, you know, she's she has a she's originally from Great Britain. Oh, Lord. Yeah, she's from Great Britain, and she speaks with a British accent. Okay. So at times, you will notice that her native language, her na- her native tongue will come out, will slip out on occasion. Okay. Okay, So, so that is Alexis, and Alexis has a new look. She has the long, curly locks, and it's not <laughs> a use, a look that I, I normally do, but as I grow out my hair, and we know, we've all, I've always shared, you know, my... Uh, challenges with with growing out this hair because it is man what black women go through man Sheesh. and we could dedicate an entire podcast yes we could to black women and, and, hair. and hair yeah we could oh my god we i could. agree completely 
You know, white women don't have to go through all this. They don't. It's a lot they don't have to go through that we go through. But talking about hair specifically. Yeah. yeah, it's tough. And like me, I'm back in the gym. So it's it's a, it's a challenge, which is why I went short. Because yeah. even if I'm sweating, I can usually go home and try to figure something out because of the cut. Right. But it is a lot of work. And I mean, honestly... I don't want to work out after I've gotten my hair done for a couple of days. Because I'm like, what's the point of paying the money? And then I got to sweat my hair out. Yes. But then I think about my health is more important. But I don't know. It's but a challenge. But do you challenge. know how many women struggle with that? And how many women choose not to work out for that reason? I agree. But as I mean, honestly, I've been trying to think of alternatives, though. Yeah. Because I'm like, what can I do? I don't feel like day-to-day braids long-term are for me. Right. And so, you know, it, it, it's a struggle. It really, really is. And then I can go to my natural hair, which is naturally curly. But it's still more maintenance. This is a lot. It's, it's a, a lot. It's a lot. It's, it's a, lot. a whole lot. But I also feel crazy when I see myself with my hair done and my nails done and my health is not white. Yeah. So yeah. that's kind of like a contradiction. I'm worried about looking good on the outside, but I'm not really looking. You know what I mean? Oh, right. I forgot I put the ATM card in there. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> so you know what? Women. <laughs> wait. I'm like, I'm you know, that's some, a luxury all women don't have. Okay? But I'm like, I was feeling some kind of hard up there. I was trying to make sure I need to give myself a self exam right quick when it was the ATM card. All women do not have that luxury. Okay. I completely forgot to put it up there with DJ. <laughs> oh my. Well, oh that's my. a note for all women to get the um, get your mammogram. Make sure you're doing the self checks yes. because yes. that's what I felt that little hardness. I'm like, wait a minute, mm. I was about to go have a moment, but anyway. So, but that's that goes in line with us talking about. You know, it's, if, if you're trying to be healthy, you know, it can't just be or if you're trying to look good, feel good. It can't just be your outer appearance. It has to be the inner appearance, too. Right. So yes. so your mind, your body, your spirit, all th- all of those need to be in alignment. And I think that today talking about real estate myths, I think it's important to, to stress that. And you're really, really good at that. And you're basically you kind of have been helping me with the whole, you know, um, I was trying to because DJ had a game way out last night. I yeah. was way out up somewhere up 75 North. And I wanted to listen to the um, podcast you sent me with Oprah yeah. Deepak Chopra. Yeah. But I couldn't figure I just got a new phone. Couldn't figure out how to make my Bluetooth connect. But yeah. I know you listen to a lot of podcasts. And, but we'll talk. We'll talk about that but so what else went on other than you getting alexis so other than me getting alexis and adapting to her which has been great um and and you know it is i know you touched on this how you say you get your hair done you don't want to work out for a couple days when i went short my entire lifestyle changed Mm. and that's why that was part of the reason that i made the decision to get to grow my hair out because i'm like you know what i can't go i can't go from you know being active and that being part of my regiment, that being part of what makes me feel good about myself mm-hmm. to now having short hair and being so concerned about this style that, you know, or wearing hats all the time because yeah. I like to work out. I'm like, it's too much. Right. It's too much. That's why I chose to go this route of growing my hair out because mm-hmm. I'm like, I can't compromise What's most important, right. which is my health, right. for the sake of a, a cute, a short, sassy right? Hairstyle. Because your health is the foundation of being able to do everything else you do. Yeah, absolutely. yeah, agree, absolutely. Yeah. So, um, so outside of the new, um, adjust, you know, with with the new hair, I really can't remember what else happened over the last few weeks. <laughs> well, what about the what about the um the the banquet? Oh, that's right. So we did. We had the um, multi-million dollar awards gala. Mm-hmm. And that's always fun to attend because you get to dress up and be just fly and, you know, just black ties. So and we don't get to do that that often. Right. You no. know, unless you go to a wedding or something. Right. So and how often do you get to do that? So that's always fun. I'm going to- next year. I haven't been in years. 
I mean, yeah. I just haven't been with the kind of firm that really focus. I just, you know, I really haven't focused on that for some time. But next year, I'm definitely. But the go. shift is occurring. The shift. The is shift occurring. has already started. Yeah, to occur. yeah, absolutely has. Yeah. yeah. So, so you'll be you'll be up in that piece next year. Yeah, I haven't filed my application in so many years, girl. Yeah. But I'm yeah. gonna do it next year. Yeah, she, she'll be in there next year. Yeah. She will be there next year. So that was fun. That was always fun. Uh, or that's that was a significant thing that happened over the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. And between that and um, you know, just preparing, my boy is about to go to prom. Chase is going to senior prom. Oh, is Chase going to prom? Yes, yes. Okay, I'm so, so glad DJ not going. Well, he got another year. Chase didn't go his junior year either. Okay. So he's going to senior prom. So we went and picked out his tuxedo. We didn't do a tux. I thought that was just so, you know, I got my baby got to be fly. His girlfriend's dress is super cute. Mm-hmm. So we got him a super sharp suit jacket. He's going to, um, girl, that's just, he's just going to stand out. He looks good. The woman, I mean, his date is going to, I mean, a gorgeous dress. A female's always going to be the center of attention, sure, right? Right. But he is going to compliment her very well. Okay. In his own right. Come through, Chase. Come through, Chase. Okay. So, yeah. So, other than that, girl, that was about it. Okay. And work, working like a Hebrew, <laughs> you know, like that don't stop. Right. You know, this first quarter is off to a great start. Mm-hmm. So, um, and we're going to touch about some that and, and some of our real estate agents. Right. So what's going on with you? Well, I started my diet. Yes. <laughs> I know it's like every week I be like, no, but seriously. <laughs> no, but you really but I did time, start though. this time because I said I wasn't doing nothing until March. Yeah. And I ended up actually going about a week or so into March before I really kicked off. And um, 6.6 pounds the first week down. Oh, that's good. And it's been it's been cool. But you know what? I miss drinking. Yeah. I actually made a post about it yesterday, and a lot of people felt me on that. Mm-hmm. And um, that's probably been the more the more difficult part for me, and that I have the clarity that I have gotten that I did I was turning to. Now I want no. I'm not an alcoholic. Mm. That's the first thing alcoholics always okay, say. So, I know, right? <laughs> so wait, but what's what what to me? Let's let's dig a little deeper into that okay. because I'm I'm struggling with that too, right? Okay. I mean, if you have a drink. Mm-hmm. If you're a social drinker, mm-hmm. you drink two to three drinks mm-hmm. a week or, or three to five drinks a week. Like, what is alcoholic I versus think somebody alcoholism, just... I think alcoholism is based upon you not being able to do the things that you're required to do. Because, you know, they have functioning alcoholics. Yeah. And then you have they those... They got to drink for everything. They got to drink for everything. And, but not just that they have to drink for everything. They can't function outside. Like, they... Well, they can do everything, and but they want to drink every day, too. Mm. And what I realized is, although I may not be, quote, unquote, <laughs> alcoholic, <laughs> I was drinking. You dependent. I was, de- I was definitely looking... Like, last week, the first day... I was on the program. The first mm-hmm. day I was on it. This is a lifestyle for me. But the first day I got a call from a client mm-hmm. and I'm telling my, when I hung up, all I want to do was go to the closest. Mm. I was like, normally, but I just had to work it out. I yeah. had to just say stop and just kind of decompress my car. Remember, I had the tire situation yeah. Monday and Tuesday, yeah. taking a client. So it was just a lot of stuff. But like you told my campaign, Brandy say, and I know this for sure, life is going to happen. Yeah. So I just couldn't make, oh, I can't wait to get home and have a glass of red wine. Right, you know right. what I mean? However, what I've decided is for me, this is 80 20. This is what this is the approach I'm kind of taking in my life right now. And that means that 80 20, this is not a diet for me. This is a lifestyle yeah. change. So, me cutting sugar back, and I'm not doing keto. I'm doing what I consider a balanced program. Yeah. Um, so, I still have complex carbs, just no white carbs. Right. And, you know, so 80 20. You know mm. what I mean? My goal is to drop 40 by my birthday in June, and I okay. will do it. Yeah. Um, based upon you where I did six in one week. Right, exactly. Yeah. And so, as long as I average, you know, two and a half to three pounds from every week going forward I'll hit my goal I'll exceed my goal a little bit Mm -hmm. and so that's the way I'm kind of looking at things in general 
the guy that I date, I need him to be 80-20 in. Mm. Like, he may not be 100 all the time, nor am I, but he's going to have to be 80%. Yes, where 80, you are. Yeah, yeah, no 50-50, no 70. I need you 80 to 20, like, yeah. doing what you're supposed to do and being, you know, consistent. Right. Okay? And so, with work, I'm going to have, I'm going to create more of a balance. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I booked a trip for DJ and I to go away for spring break. I haven't done that in years, just mm. me and him. Yeah. So, I'm excited about that. And, um, but yeah, it's 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 been a struggle. And I have an opportunity to have one cheat meal a week. Okay. But I I didn't take it yesterday Sunday. It's I'm usually Saturday or Sunday. I yeah, didn't because I'm like I just have goals and I don't it's not worth it. But you know what? I, and here's what I can say about what I've even noticed the change I've noticed in you since you've committed to this diet. Mm -hmm. Like even with some of the commitments that you and I both have together, mm -hmm. you know, with the Realtors Outlet and podcasts and just other stuff we're doing, mm -hmm. like you've been on it. Like you've been on more top focused. of stuff. You've been more focused. You've been more like you. Your follow up game is I always talk about follow up game being so strong. Right. Like your follow up game has been impeccable. <laughs> you stay on top of it, and that has been that shift. Yeah. And and you making a choice to you know be more disciplined as far as your diet and exercise is concerned. It's flowing into that other parts of my life. Everything yeah, else, absolutely. Yeah, it really has, and that's what I said. I've had a, I had a clarity to realize that every time I had a trigger, yeah, I wanted to have a drink. Yeah, and so I think a lot of times as moms, a lot of times, a lot of times we use wine to cope. Oh, we do. Like, you know, we use alcohol to cope. So it may be wine, whatever it is. But mine was mixed drinks. Like, I loved a good pomegranate martini with a sugar rim from Houston's. That's yeah, my favorite cocktail. Yeah, yeah. And then I started doing them at Cheers, our right. Cheers. Mm -hmm. And then I realized that like, I'm just taking in way too much alcohol mm. and sugar. And it's just not good for me. And I realized the other thing is if you suffer from depression. Yeah. Alcohol is a depressant. Yeah. So it's going, it's a downer. So if you already dealing with depression, it's guess what? Gonna it's going further. to take you even yeah, further. Yeah. You're going to be sleeping more. It's just not a good thing. So it's for me, I'm not saying I'm ne obviously I'm going to drink again and yeah. I can't wait to do it. To right, be honest with right, you. Right. But I am definitely going to be more cognizant of when I do drink again, like be, you know, think about it and, and, and no more drinking during the week. Like mm. it's just not necessary. I, I can't, I can't, I, I have too Ooh. many things that I need to do. And I will say this, it, that's why I said the 80, 20, if I just feel like okay I have to sit down and have me a cocktail yeah. then I'm going to have a cocktail Yeah. and the other thing I noticed I have not gone out to eat since then because I'm preparing all my meals at home but I spent a lot of money out drinking girl yes like when you go and have your Houston's our cocktails are what $16 $16 and, and what we, do we normally have like Three, two, three, three, two, three. <laughs> He's talking about two, three. <laughs> oh so you're God. talking about just a hundred dollars between the two of us on drinks. We ain't even had a spinach dip or nothing. Yeah. And so even from that perspective, it's like it's just I could, I'm gonna be buying, putting that into my new wardrobe. I'm doing things around my house, so I'm focusing what I would normally because I haven't been, I haven't done any meetups. Yeah. And I, you respected it. I know. Um, I, know. I mean them had I've something. I've just been going by myself. <laughs> you have not been going by yourself. <laughs> But you know, it was yeah. so funny the other night, me and them were having so she said, Well, come over. I said, I can't do it. She said, Well, bring your bring your lunch. And I have my lunch box with me at all times. It's in the car now. But I was like, I'm not strong enough yet. So yeah. this weekend I didn't do any I worked and I was at home. That's it. That's so good. That's Keisha. It. I'm not even trying to risk going out right as now. As far as you know, we had we talked about this in one of our other podcasts. We talked about overcoming resistance. Yes. Like that's the most difficult part when you're going through what you're going through. Yes. Is, is having the 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 presence of mind yeah. to say you know what I'm I'm gonna choose not to do it I'm right. gonna choose so so that that's that's yeah. a struggle but yeah. but you're you're, you're being you're winning I'm winning they 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 seven they eight yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's a struggle but that is for me right now no meetups I just can't I can't do yeah, it yeah you can't do so, it so you know I think the next time I meet up is when DJ and I 
out of town in a couple yeah. of weeks. But other than that, mm-mm. well, that's good. Well, our brunch, I plan to do enjoy yeah, the brunch. Yeah. yeah, that we're doing. Well, I'm, oh, speaking of which, that's something we could talk about yeah, that the absolutely. both of us are doing. We we just dropped. Um, our, we're hosting a brunch, a mega agent mindset brunch mm-hmm. that will creating be on, a mega agent mindset. Cre- creating yep. a mega agent mindset brunch that's going to be on March 31st mm-hmm. at Five Church from 11 to 1. Mm-hmm. And um, and this brunch is for realtors. Mm-hmm. You know, it's crazy because I've had people reach out to me that aren't even in the industry. I was going to tell you, you know what? I I, I have, and I, I hadn't brand this by you and Miko because some things I just got to make a decision on because y'all yeah. take forever to get back. I know you both busy. Miko's in Egypt riding camels and ish right now. So, <laughs> um, but I've had a few people to reach out to me. Like I had a CPA to reach out this morning. I told her to book a ticket yeah. because at the end of the day, creating a mind mindset to be successful is what we're talking about exactly. and so whether you're doing this much in real estate or this much as a CPA or this much as a whatever it is your your industry is I think it's important because mindset is determined is the deter- determining factor of success period yeah. whatever you're doing yeah it, it determines your altitude and the same principles can apply in any Absolutely. genre like any business so right. I I like you I told people that have reached out to me yeah please go ahead yeah book, book I mean, a ticket yeah, I mean because at the end of the day we have people that are flying in and then we have some people that are right here. I know. But the thing, the interesting thing, and I know we're going to get into that, the thing that I find so interesting is my DM is full all the time mm. with people who want to be mentored. With yeah. people who have, I just have a couple of questions. Can right. I pick your brain? Can we do And then we create this opportunity and it's like, no. I know. So I don't get it. I don't, I don't get it. Well, it's because it. most people want everything for free. They want handouts. That's really, they want handouts. Yeah. And that's the problem with most people when they get in the industry. Now the new thing is the credit thing. If I get one more person to call me, even though one guy called me the other day, the credit repair, Yeah. I, I answered his questions because I respected the fact that he was doing his job. Yeah. He was a sale, making a sales call. Mm-hmm. I, di- I didn't have any business for him, but I'm like, it's it's the new, I don't know what it is, the new waist trainer. Oh, man. I mean, everybody is doing it. Everybody. So it concerns me that I don't know what the details are on it and I don't understand it so I'm yeah. not gonna you know but I just don't know how if everybody all of a sudden can have good credit What? how does that work I know I don't get it and then people you know cause people reach out to us as far as like who do you you know, because people are genuinely trying to improve their credit. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, I'm trying, I want to purchase a house. What can I do? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you got to make sure you put them with the right, connect them right. with the right company that's going to do it in a way where it's going to, because sometimes these credit companies. Clean your credit. Clean your credit. Clean. Or they just attaching, um, what do they call trade lines. Right. That's going to show up just for a, sh- a certain amount of exactly. time. And then they fall off. So right. it doesn't really benefit you. Right. So you got to be real careful about I only about have it. one guy that I've worked with for years. And he did my personal situation after, you know, going through what I went through with Daryl and all of that. And to help me get my stuff together. And um, he, he, and I, he's. And it, it's not an overnight process. Yeah. Like it took my god brother work with him and it took him two and a half years, mm. you know, but if you have situations and it took him about three years for me. Yeah. But when you have situations where your credit has been bad for 25 years and somebody can tell you and get it done in six months, that right there should let you that's know it is not right. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's another story for another day. But anyway. So, well, I guess we can, um, we can jump right on into our topic for the day, mm-hmm. which is real estate agent myths. Mm hmm. And we we have a few that we kind of want to touch on. Mm-hmm. And uh, Keisha, our, our first one is that you can quit your job and become a rock star real estate agent. Right. Yeah. Well, the answer to that 
you know, I mean, it's a myth. And if a lot of people think it, because I think I mentioned in the last episode or last podcast, we have 4,600 people getting their license every month now in Georgia. Mm -hmm. I learned that back in December. Oh, God. Four to 600 in the state of Georgia. Wow. State of Georgia alone. And so because of the research I did for my book, 67% of people fall out in real estate in the first 24 months. Mm. And a lot of it is because... Of that, you know, they just the misconception, they, the misconception yeah. is there. Yeah. And I don't know why. And I think social media has made it worse. Oh, it has. I think it has made it worse where people think, oh, I just got to just be cute. Instant success. Instant yeah. success. Yeah. yeah. So you get that. You get. What do you think that people. Why do people think that? And you think it's just the social media? Because it's always been like that. Though. Yeah. But you know what? There was a time when like even when I got in the industry in 2000. I got my license in 2005 and that was right before the market crash. Right. And there were a lot of people that were leaving their jobs to to get into real estate because the market was so strong and people right. were having a lot of success. Right. But then the market crashed and then that weeded out the people who yes. who were who were really true professionals who right. weren't, you know, who really had to work a bit, you know, had to truly work the business. Mm -hmm. And um and I was met, I was able to survive, you know, that sustain myself during that period. But um, but I think it is the illusion of I think there's this this perception of real estate being in the industry that, you know, agents just make a lot of money. They just go show all these beautiful, big, beautiful houses and they're you know, they're rich. Yeah, there is a there is a misconception there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, there's so many struggles, and that's why I think I'm more transparent about my career. Yeah, um, mainly because I have focused on helping new agents too who are getting in the industry, um, but also because I think people need to understand the reality that it takes a lot of hard work. I had on the way here, I had a call that said the deal just fell apart. I've been working on it for months. It's a short sale. Oh, you know, we talked about social media, but we didn't talk about all these shows, real estate shows. Oh, yeah. Uh, million Dollar Listing Agent. Edited. Um, yeah. All of them are edited. But beyond that, I mean, let's let's touch on Million Dollar Listing. Mm -hmm, okay. Mm -hmm. Every one of them mofos come from rich families. Let's just start <laughs> with that. Okay. Right. All they mama them, everybody. What's the name? Mama, grandmama brought polyester to the United States. Josh, yeah. what's his name? Right. So first and foremost, let's be clear. None of them grew up struggling. Right. Okay. Right. So that's the first thing. And there's some other noticeable things that are different, okay? Mm -hmm. But they and they also are selling in California, or the ones that are selling in New York are selling in, you know, Manhattan and you know, up upstate, the completely know, different right, markets, completely yeah. different market. But um, and that's that's the other reason why I really want people to come out to this brunch because in my when I was coming up, you didn't have. You know, I had some people that mentored me that, yeah. that, that allowed me to, you know, learn from them. But you didn't have where you could access three agents of a certain level at one time yes. and just be able to ask questions and then learn Girl, from what they're doing. Like, me, can you imagine that look you. like you? Because what I want people to understand, don't, listen, Linda, it ain't a lot of us out here doing right, it at this that's level. What, at this level. Yeah. And so my thing is, like, and you need to get with people. It's not about racist, being racist. I'm being realistic. Yeah. You need, when I see success from, um, a Brandy Hunter Lewis, Keisha, Miko, Ming, Alori, who they that look like me, mm. Candy. Yeah. Those women let me know I can do it because right. they look like me. Right. With all due respect to the top agents. And we have the same that we come from the same, same set type of circumstances, circumstances background, similar conditions. Similar conditions. Yeah. That is when you that is when it should resonate with you most. Yeah. No disrespect to anybody else that's doing it of another race. But what I'm saying is there are different strokes for different folks yeah. because the world does not see us all the same. Absolutely. So if you could sit down and have a few minutes with a sister that looks like you, that's willing to pour into you, mm -hmm. why wouldn't you take it? Like yeah. I don't understand that. I really don't. Girl, 
And that's so interesting that you say that because that's what inspired me to get into real estate. When I saw Venice Brinkley Walker, mm -hmm. I'm in Chicago, had just got my real estate license or no, was thinking about getting my real estate license. And I'm sitting in the grocery um, line and I'm looking through, flipping through magazines. And I see Venice Brinkley Walker in an article standing in, in front essence. of a, a NS magazine. And, no, it was Ebony. In front Ebony. of in Ebony, standing in front of her high end subdivision. Yeah. And I saw that picture of her. Girl, that spoke to my soul. That's what I'm saying. Because she looked like me. Absolutely. She looked like me, so it made me feel like I can do what she's but doing. But this is the reason why I got I decided to sell my first, that I said I want to do luxury real estate. Yeah. I was her assistant. Yeah. I'm like, if she's doing this and I'm looking at the stuff, she's, and I'm like, I, that's what I want to do. But you know what's so crazy? Is that even when, even I, you know, she was my, my motivation. Right. Like when I got here. I didn't like try to seek her out and say, can you mentor me? Right. I, I didn't, I didn't feel comfortable doing that, mm -hmm. but she was somebody I modeled myself after. Right. But had, had she presented an opportunity mm -hmm. with her and a Sheila Maddox mm -hmm. and who, who else was just popping at the time? Lisa Robinson. Lisa Robinson. And I was in the office with all three of them. Girl. So when Lisa left Caldwell Banker and went and started Robinson Realty Group, I was right. She was like, I got an opportunity for you. I want to talk to you offline. And that's when, because I saw Lisa handle a situation, baby, up in that office with their white folks. I'm saying like it was. <laughs> yeah. Their white folks. They tried to take her business. <laughs> baby, I was like, Ooh, I'm, 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 the Detroit me. sister to the heart. Yes, Be yes. clear. Yeah. And baby, when they tried, they, it, was a, it was a whole show. But when I saw it, was, baby, Lisa took them folks to school. Mm. I was like, yes, this is in, in strong and beautiful and intelligent, yes. but was not playing no games by yes. her money. Yes. And I respected that. And I said, you know what? I could, I could vibe with that, yeah. you know, and, 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 and to have access to people like that. So it is. It, but Keisha, we didn't. Now you had access to them because you were in the office. Correct. You know what I'm saying? Yes. But, but could anyone have access to them on that level Back then, no, no, they weren't doing no, anything no. like what we're what we put together with the Realtors Outlet, right? Has not has not been done before. No, it's not. It's not been done. Never before. been done before. So, mm -mm. so to put this out there on a level where we're making ourselves accessible to younger agents, not mm -hmm. even just younger agents, you know, even some seasoned agents that yeah, want to, absolutely. to take wanna their business, right. to, yeah, yeah. want to grow their business. Like this is. This is a, it's a great opportunity. It's a great and opportunity. I mean, I me going trying to get back to a certain level, you and Miko have been very instrumental in that helping me. But I can't understand it and I don't know why. Yeah. I honestly can't answer because if I had had an opportunity like that back in two when did I start? 2000, 2000 I would have been all over it. But yeah. the reason I chose that office was because of Venice. Yeah. Then when I went there and I saw Sheila and I'm I'm like, I ain't know where else I'm going. I know. And I was like, this is just too amazing to have yeah. sisters like this and, and I still to this day can pick up the phone and call each one yeah. of them. So yeah, that that but that is definitely myth number one. So what is our next myth that you So have our next here? myth is um we have lots of free time. Child. I wish. So people think they can quit their jobs, get into real estate, and just have an abundance of time. No. That they can, you know, do business when they want to do business. No. And And then they have flexibility. Because I'll be, I'll be honest with you, that was one of the things that I said. That was one of the reasons why I chose to get into real estate, because of the flexibility. Because mm -hmm. I needed more time to be able to pick up my sons if they had to go to doctor's appointment, this and that. But however, the reality of that is that, you do not. I mean, you you somewhat to a degree, but your schedule almost becomes more rigid when you are a entrepreneur, when you are yep. doing business for yourself. Yep. Agreed. It absolutely does. Well, and the thing about it is you don't want to have too much time on your hands as an entrepreneur. That means you're not making no money. Yeah. You need to be busy. Yeah. And so if you're not busy, you need to be doing 
activities that are going to produce more income, right. basically. So I think that the flexibility, yes, I haven't missed many games. I don't think you've missed many games. It yeah. gives us the ability for that after hours, you know, more flexibility sometimes. But during the day, I was at an event last week that was hosted by um, a Pauline invited okay. me. Mm-hmm. And she said you were tied yeah, up. She invited the, you too. What was it called again? I can't remember the Thrive. name. Thrive. Thrive yeah. in any market. Because mm-hmm. I've been I've been concerned about the iBuyer thing. So yeah. they talked about that, but in the AI and all of that. So when we were there... Um, um, gosh, what is her name? Glenda. Glenda. Glenda Baker. Glenda Baker mm-hmm. was there. Yeah, I've co-op with her. Uh-huh, I like, yep, I like Glenda. She's mm-hmm. real, real cool. So we haven't co-op yet, but I've shown several of her properties. So um, Glenda was talking about how, and this is a woman who's been in the business 28 years, I think, yeah. or something like that, a long yeah. time. She's a multi-million dollar top producer, um, and she does a lot of East Cobb and stuff. And um, Glenda said that to this day, she is in that office Monday through Friday, mm-hmm. they, her team, it is a business. They role play, they script, they do all of this kind of, like it is, she's like, she time blocks for like when they and her and her husband went to the South of France. No, they didn't go to South of France. Where did they go a couple of months ago? Like Spain for two weeks. Mm-hmm. But that was lined up, everything she did to right. get to that place. So right. yeah, you may be able to do those type of things, but 28 years in, yeah. she doesn't even know she'd have done that you know, right. many, many years ago. So, yeah, but you have to plan for it because every day you wake up as an entrepreneur, you wake up unemployed, yeah. basically. You, Girl, you yes. have to get it out the mud, yes. so to speak, as they say. So, yeah, it, it's not a lot of free time. And if you have too much free time, you're not making the kind of money that you really, really want to make, that you quit your good job for. You know, I, I say this, like, what I had to learn, if it's not on my schedule, it doesn't exist. And you can pattern yourself after agents who are successful. Like, that's the great thing about I being in this that. industry is that you don't have to reinvent the wheel. No, you, you know, it. like you see what the top producers are doing. They work by a schedule. Yep. They come into the office. They respond to emails during a certain time. They're reaching out to their uh, potential new potential clients during a certain time. That's right. They're you know, they have lunch at a certain time. They do a lunch meeting or whatever at a certain time. Then you have appointments in the afternoon. So it is a it's a pretty rigid thing. It's a rigid you know? thing. And you have to adhere to that schedule in order for you to try to create any type of balance. Yeah. If you don't, and I was that person who didn't have that schedule, and basically when people called, I was like, okay, I can do it, I can do it, and it, it, it stressed you out. Oh, it, it was stressed out. It's so demanding, so you have to figure out how to have a schedule, but no, we don't have as much free time as I think it appears that we do. Yeah, I, and then, you know, it, it's like as far as us being in the sales industry, like, you are only as good as your last commission check. Man, listen. You know, you know what, what, what big boys say? Or was it Andre 3000? Um, the South got something to say. No, 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 oh, no. It was, it was. That's my favorite quote. You know, I like I'm that one here. too. We said, "Hey, baby boy, you're only funky as your last cut. You right. focus on the past, your ass will be a has what? Right. So you can't focus on yesterday. Alexis just came. I just did, but in a shot town accent. Because <laughs> <laughs> you just dropped bars in the middle of this thing. Right. Go, me. Go, Alexis. Right. Well, I got a little hood in me too. You know now. what I'm saying? You just dropped right. bars, but, but it's the British truth. Had a little hood it's too. The tr- it's the yes. truth, though. It's 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 the truth, man. You can make fifty grand in a month, a hundred thousand in a month, but the next month is coming. Yeah. And them next months is going to come quick. And you you have to. And, and then the other thing is that when you get accustomed to a certain lifestyle. Yeah. I mean, realistically speaking, I could live off of what I get from Daryl mm-hmm. if I wanted to live very meagerly. Right. As if you wanted to say. Right. Right. If I wanted to. And it may not be meager to some people. Yeah. But I like my life. Yeah. And I like how I live. And I like the things I've been able to expose my son to. Right. And so, you know, I think I don't have to pay for prayer school no more. Mm-hmm. But it's true. So you have to maintain that. And it's a lot to do it. It is. It is a lot. It so is. when you get there, you want to stay there. You have to keep doing certain things. You do. And you have to keep doing those activities. It is a day-to-day grind. Yes. And if you aren't committed 
committed to doing those activities every day, you may have an excellent month in real estate. Yep. You may sell fifty, sixty thousand one month. Right. But if you are not continuing to to fill up that pipeline right. and making those calls and making those contacts, you you could end up just making fifty for the whole year. Oh yeah. You know, like that one Ooh. month could be your entire year. Right. So that would be a shame. That would be a shame. Yeah. But you know what? If you don't have the if you aren't creating the habits, if you don't have the discipline to continue, like that's what. That's what I think agents don't understand. They'll get comfortable and say, oh, I got two, three closings this month. But then they'll slack off. That's me. Okay. I don't be feeling let's, like it. Let's talk about that. Then. Yeah. I mean, it's been me. I'm being yeah. honest. Like if I make, if I have a check of 75000 for instance, mm -hmm. and I have had that, mm -hmm. I don't want to do nothing for the next couple months. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm Gucci. I don't know about the rest of y'all, but I ain't really that motivated to go back the next month and be like, hey, y'all, you know, anybody want to buy some real estate? Man, I'm about to chill. But because of that, <laughs> because of that, it's created this type of. But that's what I'm saying. And so if you so want you that consistency, you got the 75 one month, you slack for the next month, then that is just going to be the average. That 75 is going to be what you do for the next quarter. So you really need to break that 75 up over the next four to five months because you haven't done the activities. I, I'm i just, yeah, you're yeah. right. But I'm just saying that that is, that is, that's, that's, that's been me. That's been me. So being, guilty being, I'm guilty of that. Yeah. Yes, definitely. You know, so now it, it, my, my mindset is starting to shift back yeah. to, to knowing, okay, you got to keep doing it. That's great to have that. You know, yeah. you got to pay off this, you got to pay off that and da, 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 you know, and that's the one thing I will tell new agents when you do yeah. pay your stuff up for a few months. Yeah. That, that is what you like. You have to, because yeah. You don't, you know, you, you, I you agree look with at that account. And yes. And be and like, you, oh, I'm straight. You have a false sense of security. Yeah. You better get that mortgage paid up for three, four months. And, yeah. and then by the time you back, first of all, by the time you back out your taxes, right. then you back out the paying your expenses, I would say for three months, mm -hmm. if you have the availability to do so. Mm -hmm. And then, but, but, you know, some people and, and, and from the perspective of, you know what, I'm not going to do that because I'm going to keep working, working, working. Okay. That's cool too. Yeah. But I recommend highly that when you get that lump sum, pay your, pay your bills up for a few months. Yeah. That's I, a, that's, I, I that's highly a, that's recommend that. That's you know? good advice. So what's our next myth? Because so we're busting myth, these up as I we know, go right? down. Our next myth, um, we are rich. <laughs> she and me. I would, I'll take right now. If I was rich, people have different definitions of wealth. Right. Rich means that I don't have to get up and go to do nothing if I don't feel like right. it. I right. got some clients that are rich. Mm -hmm. And guess what? They all still get up and go all every day. Still work. That's the thing yes. that's interesting to me. And I always be like, what is it that you're, what, you're, what are you striving for? Because yeah. you're rich. Right. You right. have made enough money that you don't really, you can live off the interest of what you, but they love the, they love, the grind. The thrill. They the, love the, the grind. Thrill, the thrill, the thrill, of, the grind. Of, the thrill, the thrill of, the of the grind. They love it. And yeah. they still get up and go get it. Yeah. And the other thing is they get up early. Yeah, they do. Like when I hear these agents talking about some, you just motivated me to get out of bed. I'm like, it's 1130. <laughs> what the? What? what? <laughs> like, how do you like y'all like you cannot take this business so carefree like that. This is a real business. Yeah. If you got up and got in the office for somebody else by nine, you need to be up in the office for yourself yeah. at 730. Yeah, if absolutely. you don't have kids, if you don't have somebody you have to drop off at school or or, you know, whatever, just depending on what you want for your life. Right. But what I've noticed, people who are uber successful, they get up and out. Yeah, they, they get do. up. They do. Like, they I have a client, it. he might be at the studio at four in the morning, and I get a text to show up because he'll be like, Can you check on this for me? I, I don't, mm. and, he, and no matter how many times I've said it to him, like, <laughs> he, just don't he care. doesn't care. He's like, I want it waiting on you when you get up. <laughs> yeah. But I still, nine times out of ten, on most days, can still text him at 8 a.m., mm. and he's, he's up. He's up. 
he getting a couple hours of sleep and he's I back I on it. I respect people and he that rich. have work ethic <laughs> like that. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, I respect that. I do. I admire it. I respect it. And I think that's how, like, if you really trying to create a, a path to success, it's like it's you. It's discipline. Discipline. It's, it's discipline. It's having a discipline to to live by a schedule, to honor that schedule, to be able to turn things away. Yes. And it's like even getting your clients to respect your calendar and your schedule. Listen, you know that's really running the business. You better like learn business. how to early you on. Early, you yes. Better learn how I to can't say on. I've always done Me that. Me either, because yeah. we 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 when you do those activities that you talked about, though, Brandy. You don't have to take whatever comes your way. Yeah. That's the other thing. You can be more selective. And and because honestly, people can be very selfish. Yeah. And is and I don't even think they mean to be. And and maybe that word is no, that is what it is. They gave they they you know, this is the biggest purchase that a person is gonna make. Yeah. And so we try to be sensitive to that. Like yeah. I was on the phone for an hour on late Saturday. Saturday. Mm. Already off the alcohol, mm-hmm. already can't eat what I want, and mm-hmm. I got to sit on the phone and try to hold this thing together. Yeah. So we are so much more than what people understand too. That's right. the other myth that I don't think people understand. You have to play so many roles in a deal, but um, people, if you don't create that respect for your schedule, like I told you, it's been thirty years. Sheila Madison does not work on Sunday. Mm-mm. She well, is take not a call will, or respond will not to an take email. None of that on Sunday, yeah. and she is not going to do. Um, she's not going to take less than seven percent listing your house. Yeah, and she's consistently in the top in the industry. Yeah, but she sets that standard from the beginning, and yeah. I think it almost makes people want to do. First of all, she has a certain clientele. Yeah. Second of all, I think setting that standard makes people want to do business with her because they know she's running this thing like a business for real. Absolutely. So I think that's um, one of the next ones is real estate is easy. Oh, I had to talk somebody off the list today. Came to my office. Because I, no, I really people think people think that you know. You know, oh, you find a house, you write a contract, <laughs> and then we see the next picture. They're holding <laughs> no, they're up their keys and it's closing. I'll get some moving to my house. Mm-mm. It's so much that goes in between. It is from even from starting from from the very beginning, mm-hmm. uh, getting pre qualified, mm-hmm. getting you through that process, to you know, once you start the process, finding a property, getting under contract, inspections, appraisals, all the things that can happen that can make that deal just fall apart. It's so many things that you have to manage. There are. There are so many things. And in the midst of all of that, you're managing people's emotions. Yes. On top of it, because you want to feel like, okay, I'm just dealing with the business, but you can't take that approach. Right. You are dealing with people's emotions. You're dealing with whatever goes on in their personal life. Also managing what's going on in your personal life. Yes. Your child, yep. you getting a call from the school or your child has been injured or whatever the case may be. And your own stuff that you're going through is just a human being yeah it is very it can be very challenging i cannot stress that enough and you best listen (laughs) y'all i I can't say it no really than this you better get you a crew a group strong network of people that you can talk to about this business because it's very challenging and you need that support system and you have to make sure that the people around you really want to see you grow really want to see you be successful really are there for you to vent like it it's it's just it's tough it's tough and i know with with the way we're describing people i said why do y'all do it because it's a it's an amazing career i love what i do but i just think there are so many misconceptions about it and i think because and i think that's why people think they know more than us I, I find nothing more annoying than a person who reaches out to me for my expertise but every step along the way they want to challenge me mm-hmm. and I've gotten to a place now where that's why I said the more business that you do if nothing else has been my motivating factor those buyers that I had last year that took me out yeah that has been my motivating factor to get more listings and right. to just make sure the buyers I work with are quality buyers right. I do not have time to waste 
you know, if you are following me on Instagram, I appreciate the follow. But listen, y'all, I'm just going to put this out here. I got a good, great group of friends. Mm -hmm. I need you to be serious about buying real estate when we set up a consultation. Oh, that's right. I don't want to be like, oh, girl, I remember that time you posted about you and DJ. And I want to talk real estate. Yeah. When I want to go kick it, I got friends to do that. I don't want nobody wasting Keisha, my time here, about Here's that. part of that. You know, I think people do. They follow us. They become, you know, we are their friends in their head. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, we don't know them, know them, but they've come to know us in a way where it's a much deeper, like, they, they feel like they know us on a more personal level. I get it. So it's a different, they see I us know, differently. I know, I do, and that's why I'm I'm putting this PSA out there. Yeah. I understand yeah. that. And, and y'all my friend in my head, too. Yeah. I follow your but lives you, to those you, that I follow. We absolutely but, can but, weed those people out But too, I got caught you know? last week. That's why I'm saying Oh, this. yeah, I caught. So mm -hmm. that's why I want to be clear. Like, I, I mean, it's cool. And they mm -hmm. had a pre-approval and all of that, but they were not really ready to buy house. Yeah. And that really came... And I and I kind of should have went with the first couple of little signs that I had, but you know I went on and took them out anyway, and then they kind of just ghosted. Mm. So I, I and I realized I like you know after looking back over the conversation, I think they they were looking kind of to want to kick it, and I don't want to kick it. Oh, I got no. friends to kick it with. Well, see, you got kicking it with Keisha. You're such a funny, fun person to be around. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're so to be around, so I mean, I don't well, blame I them. kick it with them on, on over here. Let's kick it. We're going to kick it to the, to the hills fall off on this oh, right here. Oh, but you know what? But I, I I used to get that a lot early on in my business. You know, people, for whatever reason, just kind of want to be in your presence, yeah. want to be in your face, want to be oh, wasting Lord. your time. Mm -hmm. Oh, I don't play them kind of games. Mm -hmm. so, you mm -hmm. know, like, this is my livelihood. Mm -hmm. I got a husband now. Mm -hmm. But, like, before, you know, dudes will try oh, you. Oh, yeah. You know, dudes I will try you. I had a conversation this morning like that with Heather. said, listen, yeah. you're going to have to be careful. You're a pretty girl. Yeah. You know, they know you're single. They are going to to try you and you're going to have to work hard to keep to keep the respect level there yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying because yep. there are going to be guys that try you and and even though you have a husband and you know but a lot of times they don't care yeah but you know you just have to make sure you lead with things a certain way and that means when certain conversations go left if he's talking about oh let me see I wonder what them toes look like outside them boots you already know oh, yeah. who he is like, and you got, you what got, that you is nip that you got to right nip there. that immediately again, right no, bro, exactly that's, that's exactly yeah. you got to do yeah. it right then and there so I agree with that part too but yeah I, I strongly encourage people to create a network if possible and um, and it's and you know what else I think to work be prepared to work mm. you know I, I just want to see people be more prepared to do the work yeah. like I did the work yeah. like I feel like I yonder now I did the work I, I know, did my work I bust my butt but why do people think they don't have to do that because that's the part that bothers me what makes you think you're going to come in this industry and just be it's, it's going to be automatic uh -huh. like okay I'm 15 years in the game mm -hmm. Let me see, 2005 plus 19, Four, 14, 14 years in the game. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You 18 years in the game. Mm -hmm. I mean, we have built our brands mm -hmm. brick by brick. Mm -hmm. I mean, client by client, building our reputation, doing the hard work. What makes people think that they could just come in and just, it's just going to happen like that. And that's what I think people miss, miss. They, they say they want mentors, but what they really do is they're looking for somebody to affiliate and associate their, their sales with to yeah. try to get business. Yeah. That's what I said. Like you guys don't understand. Mentorship means that you have someone that's, that's willing to take you under the wing and kind of teach you the ropes as you work. As you work. As you work. That's the key thing. That you thing. can reach as out to and ask questions and stuff as you work and build your business and right. certain things. But in terms of mentorship where I just want to, you know, I, I want to be 
around you. I, I want to be around you and up. soak I'm it all up. I'm like, first of all, I'm a Gemini. On any <laughs> given day, I may not want to be bothered with my damn self. Yes. And so, you know, I and, and once I have my circle of friends, I like to roll with them because they've been vetted and I know them. Yeah. I don't like just spending time with people just because. Yeah. And I just want agents to be prepared to do the work. And I promise you, I watch, people are watching you. The mm-hmm. reason Venice and Sheila and Lisa would take me, I worked my butt off. Mm-hmm. I was in that office. I was in open houses every weekend. I, I just did whatever I had to Ooh, do to girl, soak up as much knowledge which, as I could. Speaking of which, there's an agent in my office. I'm a shout out. Her name is Janine Reedy. Yes, Janine a beast. Baby, Janine is a new agent in this yes, industry. She's a she beast. is in that bullpen every single day. I come out of my office. She on that phone. She making calls. Yep. She asked. I just uh, announced a listing, a new listing that I had last week or two, yeah, about a week and a half mm-hmm. ago. She said, Brandy, can I host an open house for the, um, you know, for, for your... She's a beast. She's a beast. She came up to me when I did the dog house. Okay. Remember the dog house? No. I mean, the house that had all the dogs. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, that house. She yeah. was there as an agent previewing and she ended up coming up to me and said, all of these people here, she said, do you have somebody taking down names and such a... Girl, she sat there and took down names, scrubbed the list, reached out to me. We figured out a way we could work it. Of course, I knew most of them folks weren't really going to be... Yeah. I just know the kind of, you yeah. know, buyers that were going to come... And so she was like, oh, I wasn't able to turn anybody. But because she availed herself to me like that, yeah. she she stuck out in my mind. Yeah. And that's what will happen when you, you know it when you see it. Right. I was Ricky of the year. Venice was Ricky of the year. She, everybody I know who became, went to, on to typically, there's certain, they may not make the most money the first year. Or even the second. But they have a willingness. But they have a willingness and a work ethic about them that yes. you know they're going to be successful. is going to be successful. Oh, baby, she's 100% a rock star. She's this a rock star She's going to be successful. Yep. Yep. And the way she hosted that open house for me, you know, um, she 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 uses um, the same tactics that, that they teach you to, uh, in the seven, lef- seven, seven levels of communication. Seven levels of Michael communication. Mayer. Right. Michael Mayer. And if you run that open house according to the way that he instructs you to, mm-hmm. you're going to get some business from mm-hmm. it. And she did that. She put all the signage out. Mm-hmm. She put balloons out. She went door knocking, leading up to the um She's the open house. Man. She is going to be she successful. She is going to be successful. But you know so, what? Yeah. She's willing to do the work. And she is like a two-year-old. Does she really? She has a, a small child. As a matter of fact, I think she told. I think the baby is two. She I has a small child, and she said she got into the business because she realized she wanted to be with her child more yeah. and stuff like that. So yeah, she has a small child. I don't remember if it's, she's two, but she's she's young. She has but a you young know what? child. Even young even children. if you have that mindset, knowing I'm getting into a new industry, I, it does enable me to have some flexibility with yes. my two year old. Yeah. But you know what? When during business hours, I'm working my arse off. Uh, exactly. I'm coming in in the morning. I'm making my calls. I'm committing to do the activities and. She She's gonna be. She is a rock star in the making. She truly is. She's a rock. She's she definitely a rock star in the making. For for her, me allowing her to host my open house, she gave me a, a thank you card and gifted me a fruit basket. I'm like just doing those little things. Yep. People don't understand. Just Rest. those little things like that gonna take you so far. But yeah, Janine reminds me of me. I would do whatever yeah, I too. avail myself yeah. and just that hunger. And I don't see that in a lot of agents. Yeah, I don't. I see a lot of them it. getting their license, yeah. being cute, taking pictures taking on Instagram. A million pictures I'm for like, Instagram. I go down some of they pages and I see more pictures you sitting on the counter you sitting yes. in front of your car you standing in front of a sign you doing it and I'm like where I'm like, are you doing some work what are you doing, are you some, doing work? some work like seriously like come oh on oh my god oh my so, so to answer that myth real estate is not easy it's not it is not Mm-mm. so okay alright so another one um all agents are created equally no I'm learning that I know that as an agent so if you got a cousin mm-hmm. your cousin mm-hmm your cousin Felicia is a realtor, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Now you're not in the industry, but you have a cousin that that does real estate, and mm-hmm. she just got licensed. And um, but you have a choice. You have a choice because you, <laughs> there is an agent that you follow on Instagram that you see is highly successful. Um, you know they 
they're successful, you know, for whatever reason. But um, but then you got your cousin. Mm-hmm. So do I think people do not understand that this is the single most biggest asset that you will ever purchase in your life mm-hmm. ever. OK, right. so you can't trust Cousin Felicia to that. No, not you if Cousin can't. Felicia is fresh out, out of school and doesn't have any real guidance. I mean, my I, and I think a lot of misconceptions too. agents have to understand when they get in this business, you probably are not going to get as much support from family as you think. Yeah. I mean, that's the first thing you probably I didn't build my business on family. Yeah, I didn't. I, I, didn't, I didn't build I didn't my business either. on family. Um, You know, although I know my brother, and my sister, of course, did business with me, but I didn't build my business on family and, and friends, too. And, no, you're right. I, when I came down here, that was part of my misconception. Conception too. I was like, oh, I'm from, you know, I went to UGA. I got all these friends that, mm-hmm. you know, that are, you know, that live in Atlanta now. So I'm like, that's going to be my source. Mm-hmm. And come, I, I got my feelings hurt a lot because they did not choose me off mm-hmm. the rip. Mm-hmm. I, or after I started to earn mm-hmm. their business from them, you know, just from being out, just from showing myself mm-hmm. worthy, just from, you know, mm-hmm. establishing myself as a business person. Mm-hmm. Then I, I started to earn their trust in their business, right. but it did not happen off the rip. Yeah, a lot of times it won't happen off the rip for that reason. They want to see that you you know have gained some knowledge in the business and also it won't happen because a lot of times they be lying about what they got yeah that's the other thing oh, that's true that's the bottom line mm-hmm. i'm just being honest a lot mm-hmm. of them don't have what they say they have so when it's time to buy a house they they can't come to you yeah because they know there's some things on there that they don't want you to know about and the reality yeah. is i don't care what's on your credit right if it says you approved let's go right i'm not into your business the loan officer don't tell me they have confidentiality things that they deal with mm-hmm. so i'm not interested in knowing what's on your on your credit yeah. as long as you can buy we good to go but yeah I, I mean um yeah all agents are not created equal all brokers are not created equal very yeah that, that's um, our that's our next myth well because you know i see a lot of po- folks running to get their broker's license they've yeah. been out here for three years they may have had in that time period the problem is that they don't require a certain number of transactions yeah they only require you to be licensed for a certain amount of time yeah. and then they start in companies and it, it scares me yeah it, it, scares it should me. scare you it's very scary just because you've been in the industry for three years <sighs> i mean I, I think that number of transactions, the the what you they gotta change exposed that. to, they got to they change, change that. They got to change that. That it. means that can make the difference between. I mean, it is on the job training mm-hmm. what you learn because there are so many things that can come up. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's still stuff. I'm fifteen, almost Me fifteen too, years Me in. Too. Fifteen years in that I'm still learning how to approach certain situations. Like, but that only comes from experience. It only comes from experience. I, I agree. And with then you. if you don't personally have the experience, if you're with the right brokerage firm, mm. you can lean on that broker for for the support right. to kind of guide you as to what you should do in certain situations but if you don't have that from your broker right I mean oh, the, stuff, the stuff that Susan went over today was my first sales meeting back um, with, with Keller Williams and I mean some of the things she went over today Heather and I went back to that I was like wow Damn. <laughs> you know what I mean like yeah. and we had a good broker that you know he the information that they knew they would share yeah. but it was just a completely different feel yeah. it, it's a reason why it takes a certain amount of money and stuff to set up a real estate company yeah. and you know it's just Certain things, certain things should just be done a certain way, and right. it, it, it's, it's been a lot of aha moments for me since I've been at Keller Williams. Mm. Yeah, it has been. So no, all brokers and brokerages are not created equal. All agents are not created equal. Um, you got some people that just do this as a part time thing, and there's yeah. no disrespect for those that continue to work and do real estate part time. But I can sincerely tell you, without doubt, without fail, every time I've gone up against a part time agent, I have taken them to school. Oh yeah, every time. Yeah. they are not the, the, the ones that I've had. That they, you, you're not serving because there's all kind of new education. We have a whole yes, different contract now. Yes, like, have yes. you been to even learn the new contract because mm. you're working 40 hours a week for somebody else? Right. Have you taken the time? Is it a priority for you? Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? To stay up, keep your education, keep your CE, all that kind of stuff. But it's that, important. That's, that's that's why we're not created equal. And that's why it's so important. If you are looking to hire a professional, 
interview people. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? You need to interview these agents. You need to see what their qualifications level, uh, you know, how much experience they have, what type of brokerage support do they have, what hours are they available. All these things are important to you, right. should be important to you. And it's okay if you ask your agent how many transactions they did last Absolutely. year. Absolutely. It's okay how, if you ask them because some yeah. people like to say, you know, I've been here for so, so, da, da, but how much business have you done? Exactly. And I think it's okay. You should you should ask that. No, you, you should. You should know. You should. You know what I mean? And, and all of that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I agree. And, and, and I'm telling tell you girl instagram anyway that's another story for yeah. another day yeah people always ask me you know why don't you you know open up your own brokerage firm you know why Lord, don't you i've been asked that too. i'm like and mm -hmm. we get that all the time because yeah. i guess you know we've been in the industry for so long and right. i said you know what i don't want that responsibility i don't either i want to be able to service my clients being a broker is a whole different level of liability mm -hmm. of responsibility like that that you have to be prepared for yes and and if i can't represent my clients without having you know, the confidence that I can just do what I do freely and just focus on that without all that extra stuff. I don't I don't I don't want to do yeah, it. Yeah, I don't want to be called after hours about your earnest money. Yeah. And what you didn't do and how you didn't turn this in and that yeah. and other. And it's not and now what I'm saying is, I mean, it's not it used to be a time when people were affiliated with certain brokerages, you knew that was a solid agent. Right. Because the company requires certain things. It's right. not that way anymore. I, know. I mean I see agents from some of the best firms, mm -hmm. quote unquote, and they still got agents like who just don't know what they're doing. Yeah. And I think a lot of times agents are afraid to say they don't know what they know yeah. i say this all the time it's nothing wrong with not knowing because yeah. we all learn but when you think you know and you don't mm. and you sashaying your ass up and through here like you do right therein lies the problem right because you think you know something and you don't yeah and that that, that irks me because you want to try to act all whoop the whoop and bloop the bloop <laughs> but, but you know and you know part, part of i think but trying to or or learning to become a successful agent is acknowledging that that you don't know everything point, that right. you don't that you can go but you have to have be in the right type of support system right where if you don't know it all you can reach out to somebody who does know the answer and i'm gonna tell you something that i have recently learned and i'll tell you and, and, and i didn't even pay attention to it when i was in this process but i would i would advise any new agent do not go to a brokerage where the broker is selling real estate mm. don't do it because there is a conflict of interest first mm. off the top because they are focused on making their business and making making sure their clients are good. Right. And then if, in fact, they feel like talking to you or they feel like taking your call, I'm just going to put it. It's a fact. No, that, you true. do not need to go to a brokerage where the broker is still selling real estate. Yeah. Their business and it needs to be pouring into you to make sure that you're more successful only if you're doing what you're supposed to do so that they can continue to grow the company. But if they got clients themselves, they're going to be focused on their but bottom see, line. A, a lot of the smaller boutique yes. brokerage firms. Brokers still, still sell. But then you have someone like a... a a Beecham, um, Glennis know, Beecham. Glennis, Glennis Beecham. stopped selling. She did. I don't no, think no, she's, she's on. Honey, I see her name well, her, on listings. Well, her signs and stuff is on everywhere. Listing. Yeah, I see her listings often. Where it's just Glennis Beecham. Okay, so you know? Glennis is still selling. So, but she's one of the few. Now, mm -hmm. Glennis Beecham is a freaking, you know, Atlanta Legend. icon. Yeah. So, um, so that's a different type of situation. But you do have to be very cautious about these new startup brokerage firms. Yeah. Transaction brokerage firms saying, you know, you pay me, uh, how, how much, what is it, $75 a month? Girl. Is it even that much? Sometimes. But I'm like, at the end of the day, you get what you pay for. For sure. You get what you pay for. So you got to be willing to make the investment in yourself. Right. To grow a business the way that you are, your ultimate, you ultimately want to grow it. Right. You got to be willing to invest in yourself. Yeah, you do. And and, and, and your success does lie on you yeah. and nobody else. Yeah. Like very, very clear. Let's be clear about that, too. I think a lot of times people think, well, I changed this company and I went from this company to that company. And your success has remained the same no matter where you go. Yeah. 
yeah. that's because it's you. Yeah, you got At the end of the, the day, mirror. you're the common denominator. Right. So you have to put in the, that goes back to putting in the work. Yeah. You know what I mean? But all the myths that we discussed today uh, have been long in real estate and yeah. they will continue to go on. But we hope that we cleared up some of them for you guys to let you know that, that the, at the end of the day, this is a great career. Yeah. Obviously, we're in it. We've been in it for a very long time. I don't see any either of us stopping anytime soon. But I think that you have to understand it's, it takes a serious work ethic to come here and be successful and to have longevity. That's right. As this being your full time job, little millennial agent who said what she said to me a few weeks ago. Oh, what'd she say, girl? Talking about um, she took a shot without saying my name. But, mm. you know, we were in a meeting and the broker was like, you know, go around and tell what you bring as value as an agent. Mm-hmm. And so everybody was going around. And I said, well, I think when I meet a client to know that I've been in the business 18 years and I'm very transparent about the time that I went part time after Daryl died and stuff yeah. like that. But um, she said, well, I don't. And so she made a little thing on her breath. So he was like, do you have something to say? And she was like, I don't think just because a person has been in the business a long time, that means they, they that, that adds any value. Hmm. I was like, I, I'm so good now. I'm such a new person. Because <laughs> Heather, normally. baby, Heather was like, girl, I thought I was going to have to get on the table. She said, I thought she was about to set it off. I was like, no, because, you know, this is spoken like somebody who's been basically giving every deal they've ever had. Yeah. So talk to me 18 years full-time in real estate and never having another job without without, without having to go work someplace handouts. else and giving handouts yeah you talk to me then yeah hell talk to me in three years if you haven't had a handout and haven't had to go work someplace else mm. this is not an easy it's people when that market crashed that had to go to work oh absolutely so whatever i do i've clearly have figured something out yes to not have to be able to sustain yourself and myself and not go punch somebody yeah. clock yeah okay Mm-hmm. Girl, well, I think we kind of covered enough too. myths, and and I'm excited um, to host our next event. Yes, um, you know, creating a mega agent mindset. Um, I think it's going to help. One, I think agents just need direction. Yes, they need. They get so caught up in the oh, you know. Like, but if you're given the tools and you choose to implement those tools, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. then you you will experience success. It's like it's no, it, it ain't no easy way. You can't shortcut. You can't just jump over this step and say I'm just gonna I'm gonna be here. I'm gonna get to her level or that status. But you got it's no shortcuts. It's not. It's no shortcuts. Mm-mm, mm-mm. See, there are no shortcuts. And, and like you say, real estate is a it's a copy business. You don't yeah. have to. You just got to make it your own. Yeah. It's not rocket science. So you know, I I think that it that this is a business that if you're willing to put in the work you definitely can be successful absolutely but you got to be willing to put in the work well um i think we um i think we covered enough I'm, i do want to acknowledge our mom on the move this week okay and um this one is near and dear to my heart um she is such an accomplished um woman right mm-hmm. now her name is carla green williams okay carla green williams is now the athletic director at the university of virginia Okay. And she is one of the few black female athletic directors in all of NCAA sports. Oh, wow. And and it's so I've witnessed her her walk. And, you know, Carla was actually who recruited me to come to University of Georgia to play basketball. Oh, wow. She played basketball at UGA and then she was the the, uh, ended up being the assistant coach there. So she was one of my you know, one of the coaches that recruited me. So I've always just had a great relationship with her, but she is just such an awesome, just amazing person. Mm -hmm. And, um, and of course she's a mother. She has three lovely children, um, two that are now in college and one that is in middle school and she's married um, to Brian and who's a professor at at UVA, but just to see where she started Mm -hmm. and how she's, She's just such a hardworking, genuine person, Mm -hmm. you know, and to see people get rewarded with positions 
such as those or, you know, like when you know their heart and you know how good of a person they, they right. are, like, you know, you like celebrate them. You just yeah. want to celebrate them. Yeah. And I, I'm just so proud of her because I've, I've just watched her just go from, you know, one position to the next. And she, she's just so committed, you know, to everything that she does. But to see her be rewarded now with the the highest, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it, it just feels That's good. It, it's very impressive. That's it's very impressive. Impre- so Carla Green Williams is our mama on the move this week. And we applaud you. We celebrate you. And we just want to tell you to keep up the good work. Yes. Keep soaring, Carla. Yes. Love it. So until next time. Keep moving, mamas. special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.